0: Hey, hi, and hello there. I'm Shane Ray, the host of Central Indiana Today. It is National Suicide Awareness Month. And, of course, it just goes without saying, we're going to do our best to uh, help with the cause on this month's Central Indiana Today. So it's, there's going to be some uh, nice stuff and some uh, tender, difficult stuff, shall we say, to, to talk about. As we talk with uh, some folks from Danville it has uh, an event coming up. And uh, it's very personal, shall we say, with uh, our guest. That's on the first half of the show. And on the last uh, part of the show, we're going to be talking with our old friend Rob Van of the Brownsburg Police Reserves. He's going to talk about what it takes if you want to volunteer for such a position. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Central Indiana Today right here on WYRZ.
1: central Indiana today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray.
0: As promised, here she is, Miss Shannon Shervin. She is a new guest, uh, new to the show anyway. But now, you and I kind of have a... Business relationship from a long time ago because you used to be an owner of a world famous hot dog place in Danville, right? <laughs> yes,
2: world famous <laughs> Diggity so,
0: Diggity Dogs. That's right. I remember, um, and also great root beer floats. Uh, yep. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, we
2: missed that business. That was uh, it's. We've been. We closed five years ago, Mm -hmm. because both me and my partner had grandbabies at the same time, so our priorities have changed a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) But I'm serving hot dogs at the event.
0: Oh, well, that's cool, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, first off, how is Shannon today? I'm good. Good. Glad to hear that. Shannon Chervin. we're going to talk about the gun show a little bit later on, but uh, we want to get to know Shannon a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about about yourself. Where'd you grow up?
2: Um, I'm actually a Brownsburg graduate, Hmm. 1987 graduated and then I've been in Danville for 21 years. My husband's a um, firefighter for IFD and I have uh, four children that all have gone to Danville and one attending Danville as we speak. Okay. So we love that community.
0: Excellent. Now the reason you're here is to talk more specifically about one of your children and um, an event that's coming up called the gun show. First off, uh, and it, we will go about this delicately because it's about your son who yes. will just, uh, just put all the cards on the table for the listener there who has, um, took his own life. What? Two and a half years ago, he, I think.
2: Yes. He, he, um, passed away on January 18th, one day after his 22nd birthday.
0: Tell us a little bit about him.
2: He is amazing. He was, um, We adopted him at birth. He's actually my biological sister's baby. Mm. And she was a high school um, girl, senior in high school, and um, chose life. And um, our family discussed it and decided that I'm 10 years older than her, and my husband and I um, already had two girls. And we decided that a third baby would... would, um, complete our family and so we adopted him and his name is Gunnar Shervin and he was uh, like I said a student at Danville uh his priority was his friends he was the best friend um and sweetest boy you've ever met he was considerate and helpful he was a defender of the underdog and um he loved everybody except maybe himself
0: mm. And now, he was a Marine, right?
2: He was a Marine. He got out of school. I think that's where maybe his problems started within himself is maybe just didn't know what he wanted to do. I think life passed him by so fast. Yeah. And because uh, he was... He was fun. That's all he wanted to focus on was was the fun, was the parties, was the friends, and then um, get to high school. And it's time to grow up and be an adult. And I don't think that he had had maybe the direction that he needed um, from both an academic standpoint. As far as you know, there wasn't there's no place in high school that really leads you to where you maybe should be or where your talents are, and. Um, That's where we are trying to make a difference so that so that kids like him maybe have more focus once they get into high school about where they are needed and what their gifts are.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the event then. So it's uh, taking place in Danville, right?
2: Yes, Danville at Ellis Park over where the amphitheater used to be. It's taken down right now because they're putting up a new one, and we were uh, had high hopes of it being built, but I don't think it's going to be. But that's okay. We're going to make do with what we got. We're okay. super excited about it.
0: Let's talk about what's going to be there. First off, uh, we will... Uh, have been talking about it on the air a little because of some quote-unquote local celebrities performing there. (laughs)
2: Levi Riggs. Yep. And Landon Keller and, and Landon. Keller and Cole now Keller it's a duet. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, they're going to be there providing entertainment for everyone. And uh, what else can uh, can we get there? You said hot dogs.
2: Oh, yep, Diggity is going to be <laughs> serving. Um, we decided to, to go old school and bring Diggity back, and we'll be serving you know chili cheese dogs and um, walking tacos, pretzels. We have a smoothie stand that's going to be there. There's going to be several vendors, uh, all local, promoting their their businesses um it is free to set up a booth i just wanted people to i just wanted to give back to the community if we could and they'll have a an audience there that will be um checking them out and hopefully purchasing items from them um, we'll also have a silent auction there um, of also local people that have donated really nice gifts mm. and gift cards and uh, to restaurants and businesses And um, then, of course, the music.
0: Yeah. Explain to me. I see this at a lot of places. What is a walking taco? Taco.
2: (laughs) A walking taco is just a bag of Fritos opened up with chili cheese and all your toppings on it. Okay. They're really good and easy to eat.
0: I may have to try one. Yeah, you will. I see this. I see that at places, and I think... That doesn't sound like something I should be eating, but uh, I've eaten a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm we'll give a, you a country bib. boy, and you know I'm one of those that everything on the pig gets fried and eaten. You know, so I might as well try a walking yeah, taco. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Okay, we'll give that a shot. And of course, I'll have to have for um, for uh, for old times' sake. I'll have to have a diggity dog. Yeah, you gotta have a chili cheese dog, <laughs> of course. I'm, you're not going to want to be around me after this event. I can tell you after the the walking taco and a chili cheese dog, people are going to be like, I need to Don't be by to myself. Me. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be heading home and just being by myself. All right. So
2: <laughs> we also have um, set up at the event. There'll be picnic tables at the uh, close up by the stage. And then also in the back on the second tier that we will be um, selling vip tables for 30 dollars, so families can sit together and that promotes social distancing as well for people that are you know might be concerned about that with it being an outdoor event we will have masks and hand sanitizer that has been donated Hmm. by a, a local business and um so we're hoping for a safe fun show and i know that people are anxious to get out and do something so we're we're happy about the timing
0: Okay. There, where, where can folks go if they want to follow up on information and things like that?
2: You will find us on uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook page called The Gun Show. And on that um page is also an event called The Gun Show, and there's a QR code there, too, that they can scan with their phone and it will take them right to the event where they can buy concert tickets, they can buy um, we're selling t-shirts and wristbands and bumper stickers, and then also... um, we're having a ride that is taking place before the concert mm-hmm. that I haven't mentioned. This is our third year for it. And, um, we usually have about a hundred riders, whether that's Jeeps or bikes. If you have a Jeep, please come. It is so much fun. We're meeting at Ellis park at between ten thirty and eleven thirty. All of this is on the website or on the Facebook page. And, um, we leave at noon. We're going to a few uh, breweries and wineries, and then we'll head back to Danville. At, we'll be planning on being there back at 5, just in time for the concert.
0: Okay. Now, what is, uh, I mean, obviously we've talked about why this is taking place. What is the goal? What are you, what are you hoping to accomplish by doing so, all of this?
2: Um, when my son passed away, we knew, we had, originally this wasn 't even our idea. We were contacted by the Avon Legion and Dan or in uh, the Avon American Legion, and they always do a charity ride and they wanted to know if they could honor gunner that year and they 're of course all, all about the military and um, we were um, even though much not much time has had passed, it was in uh, September that year, and so only a few months had passed, but we thought that that was a way to celebrate Gunner and, and um, of course we will we'll mourn for life but his, to celebrate his life brings healing to our family mm-hmm. and so um, it, was, it was really just a, a, a ball of sunshine in the middle of all this sadness when we were there mm-hmm. celebrating him and talking about him and, and sharing um, ideas about how to prevent this from happening to another family. So we decided from that point on that we were going to do a sh- uh, do a ride, and we didn't even know where it was going to be. The second year was at the Danville American Legion, and quite frankly, we've just kind of grown so much. Um, right about that time uh, last year when we added Jeeps to the ride, um, we're a Jeep family, and m- a friend of ours started a Jeep club called the Hendricks County Jeep Club, mm. and they have over five hundred members, and are they go on rides every single week? So it's a, a nice tight community, and they are all about giving back to to the community as well. Mm-hmm. So they do lots of charity rides, and uh, so since that started, you know, this year will be the first full year that that possibly a, most of those riders will be with us as well.
1: Hmm.
2: I, I shouldn't say most; a lot of those riders <laughs> will be with us as well. So. Um, with it, the coronavirus happening we we knew that we needed to choose an outdoor venue and mm-hmm. um, keeping it local Ellis Park was a was a great choice for us so we're hoping that it can hold all of us are the jeeps and the bikes that are going on the ride we just we decided to, to start giving awards mm-hmm. we had we had prayed about it and talked to a lot of people and my son attended the Danville, Um, alternative school all four years of high school and it wasn't by choice but he um struggled you know socially Mm he wanted to he just couldn't stay focused in school so the alternative program was a a a good choice for him and helped him to be able to graduate that was like the best day of my life was my son graduated high school because (laughs) quite frankly i wasn't sure if it was going to happen and um they work really hard over there to um get the kids ready to survive outside of high school Mm. and we were like what a what a cool thing to do if we could encourage the kids that are struggling through high school to um, really start focusing on on their future whether that's through trade school scholarships or just uh, financial um, awards or celebrations for joining the military and giving you know because of their sacrifice Mm -hmm. it it just small things that we can do to give back to them and they're all um monetary awards that we give um and mr bryant who's in charge of the alternative school at danville came up with the um uh, award name of hardship it's called the hardship award and it means uh, um, helping at risk determined students harvest harvest inspiration and prosperity and that basically says it all it 's just kids that maybe need a little nudge mm-hmm. and a little pat on the back that they wouldn't normally get. Um, I know through Mr. Bryant he said that a lot of kids that are separated from the at the alternative school don't even walk they don't even celebrate their graduation because they've been kind of distanced socially, and that does cause problems sure in long term right so anyway it's just we're just wanting to say good job we're proud of you your your community is behind you you are loved you are worthy and we expect great things from you and to to, coming together as a community to raise money for that i just feel that it can make the difference in the life of a kid and if we can save one child Mm -hmm. then it's worth it
0: yeah all right, um, <clears throat> excuse me, let's uh, remind everyone the event is on September 12th. Yes, sir. At, um, all right, and we've got the ride, and then we also have the show.
2: Yes, the ride, it's a two-event day. The first event is the Gun Show Ride for Life, and it, um, like I said, you can find all this information on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um scan the QR reader and it'll take you right to registration and, um, answer any questions you have. But if, uh, that you have to be at the park from 1030 to 1130 is registration. We hit the road at noon. We'll be back by five at five o'clock. The concert starts. Um, we will, we have some fun guests that I'm not going to tell you about to open and then land in, goes on at five thirty, and then levi performs at five
0: excellent and uh, no better time than uh, just reminding everyone that september is national suicide prevention month and so uh, it's a great great time to have this and uh, if folks have questions uh, besides the q code is there maybe contact Uh, information there or uh, a phone number they can call or anything
2: sure you can uh, my name is Shannon Shervin you can find me on Facebook as well Um, my phone number is 317-281-7136 and my um, email is hipstudios h-i-p studios at yahoo.com
0: Okay. And, of course, we'll be talking more about that on the radio station. And if you missed any of that information, you can give us a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you in touch with Shannon or someone from the event, and they'll answer whatever questions you have ASAP, right? Absolutely. All right, Shannon, thanks for being our guest today.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
0: As I said, my next guest is Mr. Alan Kiger. Of course, you're probably familiar with him from being the host of Sights and Sounds. uh, The first and third Sundays on WYRZ, is that right? Yes, at 11 a.m. There you go, perfect. And uh, you are here for a different reason, sort of. It's kind of connected because uh, you've got some guests coming up on your show this Sunday that are also involved in a big charity event coming up. Which we just got finished talking. We we just finished talking with uh, Shannon, and uh, you're here to talk about it as well. It's the gun show. Now, whenever Levi is going to be doing a show somewhere locally, somehow you're always involved. So you and Levi are actually pretty good friends, right?
3: Yeah, we turned into pretty good friends. Uh, I knew him just barely from, you know, sitting around town, and I'd seen a few of his shows. And then when I started writing some articles for the Republican, I I interviewed him, and he started talking, and somehow we just kind of sparked up a friendship. I guess it was, you know, music-based, and, you know, he lives in Danville. Um, we had the great opportunity. We went last year uh, and saw three doors down up at Anderson, and we, we met Justin Bilton, which we both wound up being, being friends with him, and Justin's been on my radio show, and then... Levi and I wound up going to see the Oak Ridge Boys on their Christmas show up in Anderson, Indiana. Well, I don't know what it is with Anderson, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the next show in Anderson, but it, it was the Christmas show. The Oak Ridge Boys don't do any meet and greets, but but Levi knew knew Joe Bonzel from the from the Oak Ridge Boys. So it was a little different than just a meet and greet. I I'm guessing this was before COVID, but maybe they don't meet people on their Christmas shows because they want to, you know, take a don't take a chance on and getting germs catching the flu being on the road doing 48 shows and he got us on the bus <laughs> i mean so but the conversations we had going up to both of those shows and back down changed our relationship yeah. and, it, and it was just a it, it's just in a different level we do a lot of fun things together
0: now uh also on the show um landon and keller landon keller landon keller i'm sorry and uh how do you how did you c- get connected with landon
3: well i saw him in danville it was probably i we were trying to talk about that 2010 2011 he played uh, a benefit down in the park same place where we're going to have the the gun show where levi and keller and cole are going to be performing uh he did a great job. I didn't, I didn't know a lot about him, but I knew his family was from Danville, and I'd seen him play someplace else. And then last year, uh, there's a guy I went to high school with named Jeff Stafford who plays some real hardcore, old-style Merle Haggard Country music, you beer know, drinking music, beer drinking music, uh, whiskey drinking music. Can you sell? Can you say Hellraiser sure, on the radio? Sure,
0: why not? You just did.
3: Well, he—that's what he <laughs> likes to do. And he was doing this thing called uh, kitchen picking, and it was ten weeks of him going to other people's houses and playing the guitar in their kitchen. And I got the opportunity to host it, but each week he brought a different artist with him. And the artist he brought over to my house was Landon Keller. Hmm. Uh, you can you can find that on my Facebook page. But it was it was really cool. I mean, you just got two guys. But Landon doesn't play Jeff's kind of music. Jeff doesn't play Landon's music. So you got Jeff playing a couple songs and Landon playing a couple songs. And then you know, okay, we know this Johnny Cash song or we know this Elvis song, and they would they would try to do it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I'd say I, I really met Landon. And, and got to talk to him and just could see what kind of a a person he is. And when you when you listen to my show, uh it'll be the first Sunday, uh Landon by himself has a has a folk sound. You know, you you want to think back in your head to uh, maybe Pete Seeger or, you know, what do you get three or Bob Dylan, you know, just that ability to write those songs that that resonate to people and kind of maybe even a little similar voice maybe to to that woody guthrie sound yeah uh
0: now they're both going to be performing at the gun show this is on september 12th september 12th right and uh uh let's talk a little bit about the um the the namesake for the show if you if you will and that's gunner himself. Uh, I didn't realize this, but uh, you actually knew Gunner, right?
3: Yes. He lived uh, it Was three or four doors down from me when I lived on Mill Street in Danville. He was, he was my son's age. He graduated with my son. Uh, <clears throat> Levi's younger brother, Micah, they graduated together. But Shannon and Rick were always having parties. Mill Street was kind of a very, at the time, close-knit. So mm-hmm. they would have a pool party. Everybody would go over there. Gunner was Always nice, always called me Mr. Kiger. And I would always tell him, just Gunner, you can call me Alan. You know me well enough that you could... No, I have to call you Mr. Kiger. Just, he had a sweet spirit. He liked to stick up for the underdogs in school. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't think he ever fought anybody that wanted to pick on him. But if you wanted to pick on the little bitty kid in school, well, Gunner was going to jump in there and get in a fight and probably get kicked out of the school for a few days. But... As Shannon and I talked, she's like, "Well, how do I how do I discipline a kid that's always trying to stick up for the small kids? Mm-hmm. What do you What do you say?" Yeah. So he, he was a sweet kid, and the the day that uh they com- he committed suicide uh, was just a bad day. Yeah, it was a bad day. Yeah, rough on all of us. And I, I wasn't his parent, but yeah. it, it hurt it hurt bad.
0: Yeah. Well, this is, uh, like I mentioned to Shannon earlier, this is uh, National Suicide Prevention Month. It's a great time uh, to be making everyone aware that uh, to be a little more alert, uh, you know, try, and it's easy. And in the typical example, I've heard all of you say, you know, how did we miss it? How did we not know that this was uh, going to happen and and so the it's a, a great time to make sure everyone is a little more aware of of the people around them try to try to pick up on the signs
3: yeah, and I don't know if we'll ever actually pick up on the signs, but you know I've heard it said, and I, I try to set an example myself. I don't always do it sometimes we have bad days. Mm-hmm. But maybe you you know when you 're at the grocery store and you 're in line and the line's too long, and the lady's not doing a good job, and people are chewing her out let 's be that bright spot, yeah let 's be the one that says thank you how 's your day? Hope you have a good day yeah you know did did her and her husband just have a fight did it did her mom just die? did her dad die what What are they going through we don 't yeah. know you don't know we might be the only you know they might be planning on going home that night and committing suicide, yeah. and maybe we're the bright spot. Not just, not me, but us as in general, everybody, maybe just take the time to be a little nicer to people and be a little more caring and hopefully that makes a difference. I don't think we'll, we'll never know. Yeah. But it might.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's kind of change channels here now. Of course, you're the host of Sights and Sounds. That's on Sunday, uh, like we said, every uh, first and third Sunday here on WYRZ. And then, of course, the shows, if you miss the live broadcast, they get podcasted. A condensed version, as they say, um, gets on the podcast. But here lately, seems like... um, it's tougher to get the interviews, right?
3: It's really tough. Nobody's out <laughs> touring. They just pretty much wiped off 2020. Um, it, it used to be, I mean, I did my homework, but it used to be pretty easy to get a big name artist to to want to be on your show. You know, they were coming in town, you know, within a, an hour or two drive from here mm-hmm. and their PR people were happy to have them call. Um, the PR people aren't answering the phones. I don't know if, you know, if if you're a, i think everybody thinks that if you're a big name musician you just make millions of dollars and you know you're sitting in with money in the bank and you don't do anything these guys want to perform they want to go out night after night after night mm-hmm. and yeah some of them have made a good living but you know if you're making a million dollars a year you're probably living a million dollar a year lifestyle yeah you're not right. living a lifestyle like me uh so when that gets cut off you know you still got your your house payment your car payment and i don't know if bands have started trickling down and hey let's pay our pr people less and have them do less work because we don't we're not need them we're not mm-hmm. we're not going anywhere we're not we're not making any new albums we're not going on tour we're not needing to promote the show that's going to be in indianapolis or noblesville or anderson so it ha- it's made it a lot tougher yeah and, and it was something you know after 2019. I mean, I had some big names. Look them up on the podcast. We got Ted Nugent, John Waite, the Oak Ridge Boys, Kentucky Headhunters, Phil Vassar, George Thorogood, the Guess Who, Rudy Sarzo from the Guess Who, who was played with Ozzy and was a member of Quiet Riot and a member of Snake. And I was like, 2019 was great. 2020, man, we're just going gonna to knock them out. We're just going to have everybody on the show. And I had i had a lot of people lined up and one of my big guests that was going to be on my show in april was joe diffie mm-hmm. and he passed away before we got to do that radio interview i'm thankful that i got to do him in a in a written interview but i, I was let down about that yeah
0: well we're hoping for the best and of course um might hear a few reruns between now and the end of the year but uh, but for the most part Um uh we're hoping that uh, you get some more of those big names and all of this mess is is over soon.
3: You know, Ho- hopefully, it will be. I, and I'm not just, you know, that's one thing why you want to get out here to see a live show in 2020 yeah. is really hard. Um,
0: and it's going to be harder as the weather gets colder.
3: Yes, because we're not going to get, you know, the outdoor stuff. They just finally opened up the outdoor stuff, and now the outdoor <laughs> stuff is going to get shut down here pretty soon. Yeah. We're not going to see any indoors stuff at least i don't think in the in the near future every time i turn around there's another show that's canceled mm-hmm. and a lot of people a lot of the good artists have just canceled 2020 and when mm-hmm. they canceled it people got to get their money back on their tickets instead of you know if it's rescheduled you don't get your money back you have to hopefully be available that date when the concert comes around right in 2021 but you know i've seen i've seen landon keller i've never seen keller and cole together but but landon's great and levi I see Levi all the time um, I can sit here I've I've been to hundreds of concerts everybody you get the country rock easy listening. Um, as far as a live show goes I had this and I, I might have mentioned it talking talking to Levi but he did a house party and a couple people had paid $1,800 to get second row seats two seats to see Bob Seger now mm-hmm. Bob Seger we all love Bob Seger sure he's got a, a ton of hits I've seen him several times in concert but for them to have Levi perform at their house party and say wow that was better than Bob <laughs> Seger sitting on the <laughs> second row I've never had the opportunity to see Bob from the second row but he puts on a great performance he's a great singer mm-hmm. his band's great his energy level's high so maybe maybe start getting out there and listening to both of these artists on Spotify. So when you show up to the show, you know, you know their songs. Yeah. Now, I mean Levi's gonna sing some other people. He's gonna sing a Johnny Cash song, he's gonna sing an Elvis, sure. but make sure that you know some of his songs and it'll just you'll be amazed. For twenty dollars to get both of these and the money goes to a good cause, children twelve or under are free. And it's outdoors. If you're worried about COVID, you know, bring your lawn chairs. Sit six feet apart from your from your neighbor. There's plenty of room out there. We could probably put two or three feet, thousand people out there and have everybody at least six foot away.
0: Yeah. All right, and let's remind everyone the show sights and sounds. Uh, what's the website?
3: Uh, the website is www in. Sounds Promotions. The letter in the letter in uh promotions.com You can go there. You can check out. You know, I've got some pictures of me with artists. We've got all the the podcasts that are that are downloaded there. And I want people to know when you go to Sites and Sounds Promotions, Sites and Sounds here on the radio is me. But Sites and Sounds Promotion is a group of four other friends. Uh, Steve Kistner who does our website takes care of our tickets when we have a show. We've got Donnie Steinmetz who does our books. We've got Tracy McGee behind some of the promotion stuff, and then Levi Riggs. So it's a group of five people that have music in mind and and want to promote music in Hendricks County.
0: All right. Uh, And, of course, if you miss any information, you know what to do. Give us a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you in touch with Alan. He'll help you out ASAP, right? Yes, I will. All right, Alan, thanks for being our guest. Thank you. Here he is. It's Mr. Rob Van. He is not new to the show. He's actually been here before, but we always love having him back. And uh, he is a corporal with the Brownsburg Police Department Reserves. Did I say that right? You did first time. Well done. <laughs> it seems like I always get something wrong during a show like that. But anyway, uh, you know, you were here last year. You had friends last year, but you're flying solo, as you said, this year to talk about recruitment, right?
1: I am flying solo. Thanks for having me back here. It's great to uh, be back and talk a little bit about our program. So you're correct. We're looking to expand our staff of the reserves for the Brownsburg Police Department. Now, let's remind
0: everyone exactly what is the reserve and, uh, you know, specifically difference between, uh, you know, full-time, if you will, uh, officers, as opposed to re- uh, the reserves?
1: Well, there there are some things that are different, and there are some things that are exactly the same, but I guess I would start off by saying that this is an unpaid position. These are volunteers who want to serve the community, and something you said when we talked uh, last year, Shane, that really stuck with me was the phrase extreme volunteerism, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what this is. So these are folks that want to give back to the community, and the reserves really focus on Three primary functions. One is to provide supplemental staffing at large community events. Back when we had large community events, if Mm. anyone can remember that far back. (laughs) Uh, Also for unplanned emergencies when uh, additional staffing is required. The reserves will also provide supplemental staffing to the uh, police department shifts if they're short on manpower and they'll also patrol independently. So from a functional standpoint, the reserves wear the same uniforms, they have the same equipment, they drive the same cars, and they take the same exact runs that are dispatched to the full-time officers. Okay. Now, uh, as far as uh, the training, the equipment... Well, we can talk a little bit about the training, because okay. um, that is definitely a question that uh, many people ask. So prior law enforcement experience is not required. It's certainly helpful, but it is not required. Speaking for myself, I had no law enforcement experience previously. So the the training is a commitment. Um, it's basically made up of Typically, 100 to 140 hours of classroom training, and that's followed by another approximately 500 hours of what we call field training time, where the person is riding along with a uh, a training officer, getting the experience on how to handle different types of situations and and what to do uh, in the duties of a police officer. So it it definitely is a commitment from a time standpoint and training uh, to do this function.
0: Yeah. Now let's talk about um, these are now let's talk about um, these are, to put it politely, turbulent times for uh, police departments all around the country. And so there's definitely going to be some people out there who are thinking this is not something I want to get involved in or maybe uh, it's just it's not a good time. But uh, what's your answer to something like
3: that?
1: Well, you're right. These are challenging times. And honestly, I think there are some people this really won't appeal to. In fact, most people will not want to do this. Many people don't even want to serve in this role in a paid capacity, let alone as an unpaid reserve. But this message isn't for them. I I believe there's a small percentage of the audience listening to the show today that this conversation perhaps created an itch that they just can't scratch. These individuals are unique. They have been looking for a way not only to serve their community, but they realize the way to make an impact isn't from social media posts or armchair quarterbacking events. It's by taking action. It's being part of the solution. So those are the people I want to see apply. Those are the people that will make a difference in our community. And how long have you been a reserve? Uh, I've been been a a reserve reserve since 2011.
0: Okay. And now uh, I would assume... Uh, being with uh the reserve that long here in brownsburg uh you get and this would be to kind of uh continue on with what we were just saying you get uh support from not only this community uh but also of course uh the the, the police department all the the town and things like that uh, yeah in I would say, in times of turbulence, I guess you could say
1: yeah, I would definitely say that brownsburg is a is a community that supports the police department um and I think we're very fortunate to have that in our community. Yeah. Uh, as far as requirements, you have to live in Brownsburg. Yeah. So you know a few a few requirements. Um, you have to be a U.S. citizen, a resident of Hendricks or surrounding county. Uh, 21 years of age or older, there's no maximum age limit. So even someone as senior as yourself could technically apply, Shane. Uh, <laughs> valid, <bless> dri- <laughs> <you>. <laughs> valid driver's license, high school diploma, and obviously no felony convictions. And that's just kind of the, the ticket to the first round. There's obviously additional background checks and additional screening that happen along the way in the process. Now, In
0: radio, at least here, lots of people volunteer here at the radio station because they want to go on into a bigger position in broadcasting. When they start out here, it's volunteerism. Would that also be a good way to uh, advance into uh, police
1: work? That's an excellent way to really get exposure to the profession, and there are many full-time Brownsburg police officers who started off their career as a reserve. I believe even one of the former uh, chiefs of police in Brownsburg started his career off as a reserve. Hmm.
0: Well, there you go. Now, if folks want more information about uh, the recruitment, I mean, uh, what's, what are time limits? What are uh, what do they need to be uh, keeping in mind?
1: So a few things to, to keep in mind from an application standpoint. You can go to the Brownsburg Police Department Facebook page or their website, and we are taking pre-applications until September 12th. Now, that's really the first stage of the application process. Those folks who are invited to continue to continue into the process will then be invited back to an informational meeting on September 16th, and we'll go into a lot more detail about what the requirements are in the training. Um, there are additional things that will need to be done in terms of written tests, a physical adil- agility test, and then uh, interviews, background investigations, and things of that nature. All those things we'll talk about on September 16th, but the big date to remember is September 12th for the first First pre-application that's when uh that is due september 12th
0: okay now uh if folks
1: have any more questions they want to know more about it uh, what do they need to do Just- uh they can simply post anything on the facebook page is probably the easiest way that's uh uh certainly one aspect that we can get some information out that seems where we get we get the most traffic for folks looking for information
0: All right. Sounds good. Did we miss anything? I think we got it all. All right. Rob, uh, he's with the uh, Corporal with the Brownsburg Police Department Reserves. And uh, if you missed that information, you can give me a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I know just how to get in touch with Rob. I I have... uh, Connections,
1: shall we say. <laughs> Next time I pull you over, you can pass those questions on to me.
0: Absolutely. It's every week, isn't it? <laughs> so just kidding. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'll definitely get you in touch with Rob and uh, he'll uh, help you out ASAP, right? Absolutely. All right, Rob, thanks for being our guest today. My pleasure.
1: You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray.